0: Glory, glory, Sacramento!
1: Hello, and welcome to the Nine One Six Republic Podcast. I'm your host Zach winnick joined in the studio by Nolan Gerlock, and hopefully the soon, Studio, the studio. Did I say studio?
0: I don't know. It was, I was just being funny. Sorry, <laughs> I cut you off. Also,
1: no, you're good. I was just, I was just about to throw back to you. Well, actually, yeah. So we, I'm joined in the studio by Nolan Gerlock. Hello, but hopefully soon. We may be joined again by our favorite ginger Scott Waits. We may have a
0: guest on the show, the <laughs> <name is> Scott
1: <laughs> we may have a guest a guest podcaster um hopefully Scott will be returning to us soon. We shall see we're hopeful for July um but until then, me and Nolan will uh hold it down here um.
0: Bring you all the good news. And bring
1: you all of the grand, <laughs> exciting, positive news that the Sac Republic is just pouring out to us to talk about here on this podcast. Yeah. And on that note, you know, after this Saturday, our bellies will f- were full with Chipotle. <laughs> and they were also full with disappointment. Yes. <laughs> and we will get into that a little bit later. Before we do, we'll go through some news items, as we always do. Um, Nolan, the Euros. The Euros have been fun. They have been. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, the European Championships are underway here. We are in group, or we're in knockout stage. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's been kind of fun to watch. Uh, Nolan has this guy he met when he was working as a barista at Starbucks. He would come in all the time. He has a Croatian flag. tattoo on his arm i got to meet him a couple weeks ago when we talked all about croatia (laughs) so it's kind of made me you know excited for croatia and unfortunately they lost today but it was a fun game to watch they took it to extra time yeah nolan what how did you meet this guy like
0: yeah so i was working at starbucks and it was back in 2018 after croatia had just like i knew who he was he he was a regular came in every day yeah knew he was didn't really connect with him and then he was gone for like two months and then he came back and it was right after the world cup had just ended and so i knew everything about croatia because i'd you know been watching the world cup pretty closely and they were in the final lost to france 42 really good game and this guy comes in he's old older gentleman probably like 70 something and he has like a brand new croatian flag tattooed on his forearm and i'm like bill dude that's the Croatian flag, you know uh, do, do you know people from Croatia? It's like, "Yes, I'm from there, like he has a really like thick Eastern European accent, yeah, and so then we just immediately started talking about soccer, and then every day he came in, it was just like an excuse to get away and talk about soccer for fifteen minutes for fifteen minutes with this guy and not work, <laughs> yeah, and not work and then um, when I quit my time at Starbucks and started working and doing school remotely i picked up this habit of like taking walks around my neighborhood because i wasn't literally was not moving the entire day and so i was walking around my neighborhood and sure enough i see this guy (laughs) walking his dog and it's bill my croatian friend and so now every week we probably run into each other meet up talk about soccer for like 15 20 minutes i follow all the croatian players the croatian national team now so i can like talk to him about it and then zach and i went for a walk the other day after recording zach met him and <laughs> awesome yeah dude. he he talked to us for like 30 minutes because he was so excited that he's like i love there's another love that other people love soccer and then he yeah yeah <laughs> he was, yeah, yeah, he, was. It, he was so, so excited
1: yeah no he was super funny too he was he was cracking me up yeah um, so it so made yeah, us both
0: fans of the croatian national team yeah, and yes. this, this go around
1: Luka modric yep um so i mean i've been doing that you know because yep. uh it's not like there's a lot I can do on the Sac Republic front right now. It makes me too happy. So I've been uh, rooting for Croatia. And
0: they did dump out. They lost 5-3 to Spain. Yeah. But they took them the extra time. They took them to the extra time. Yeah.
1: So that was cool. Um, And yeah, it's been some fun games. Switzerland beat France today mm-hmm. in a penalty shootout. Um, so that was fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Euros. Not to you know, put you on the spot. Do you know anything about
0: what's going on with the Copa America? I have no, no I have no idea.
1: I don't care. I have no, yeah. I just don't. Care.
0: It's a turn. It's a 2020. Same about the the Euros. Like now that Croatia's out, I really don't care anymore either. Uh, and she's like, uh, "This is a
1: I'll care in the finals, maybe the semifinals yeah. of Europa or of your uh, Euros, the Euros." Yeah, it's been fun to watch Croatia. So if anyway. you're bored, you know, go watch some Euros.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah do that.
1: No one. Any other news items?
0: There are a few more news items. Uh, our very devoted listeners may have noticed that we did not publish an episode last week. Well, uh, last week,
1: yes, we did not.
0: You know what else? Who else decided not to do something last week? Oakland. Oakland decided <laughs> not to put on. They just decided not to take a, care of their a crap field. in 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 the uh, in the words of our captain Pete Pennington. <laughs> yeah. Oakland didn't take care of their blank. Yep. Um, the game. I've never heard of this before. The game was postponed due to, and can't well like postponed to a later date due to an unplayable surface. So basically, it looked like oakland took a bunch of like three by three squares of astroturf yep. and like <laughs> placed them next to each other over a football field which confused like just use the football field like i know i know. I, I don't get i don't get it and it I, just
1: created a bunch of lips
0: yeah it created like these like creases and crevices that i mean of course we'll if you were sliding in
1: people's like, ankles break your knee and that and ankle. too
0: yeah just terrible evan Reem went on a rant on twitter if you want to go and read about it i think he wrote a story about how like this surface was like leased from a folded nas nasl team it's really it was really complicated and interesting go read if you want to Hmm. um but basically that happened there was no game so we decided there's no game we're not going to record, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and we had a, um, we'd been on a week and a half break. Yeah, the team hadn't played a game in a week <laughs> yeah. and a half. There's literally nothing to talk about,
0: other than Oakland just being ridiculous. Yeah,
1: and like I just didn't want to crap on Oakland. Yeah, um, we we decided to do that at a later date. Yeah, <laughs>
0: when we actually play them and like have, yeah. have reason to do so. Uh, um, so, so that's the news regarding Oakland slash their negligence, yeah, inefficiencies, whatever. Yeah, Zach, take us through what's been going on. Around the USL or the Pacific Division, I should say.
1: Yes, well, I, Oakland was able to finally play a game. They played at home. Oh, um, it was a zero-zero tie to Austin Bold, Benza. which is, you know, I mean, not terrible. They have not been good this year, and they don't have a very good cast. So the fact that they were able to get a, you know, a point out of that, okay, not too bad. Yeah. Um, but- just a just a quick rundown of what the table looks right now looks like right now. Number one, Phoenix with 19 points, 9 games played, 2 OC with 14 points, 8 games played, San Diego is in third with 10 games played and 14 points as well, Um, Los Dos has 12 points with 11 games played, Tacoma in fifth with 11 points with 8 games played, Sac Republic in sixth with 7 points, tied with Las Vegas in seventh with 7 points as well, and Oakland are at the bottom, the eighth team in the league with five points and five games played. So that is the table. Um, Couple highlights San Diego as we'll kind of, you know, we're playing San Diego this week. We'll have a preview for you at the end of this episode, San Diego have kind of been on a tear um, after kind of dumping a bunch of money on some players, Mm -hmm. which, you know, must be nice, Mm -hmm. must be nice. (laughs) Um, So they're doing really well right now. Orange County. Also good too. Uh, which is interesting because they've had some some decent offensive production, which you know uh, they had Adam John go out for the year, or was it Thomas and Olson go out for the year?
0: Uh, Adam John, and then Thomas and Volson has been hurt also.
1: And so those top two guys, those are your big attacking signings. Yeah. Um, they have not been able to play this year really at all. And Ronaldo Damus, yeah. I believe I'm saying his name right. Um has really stepped up and has six goals in eight games played and, and also an assist. So um yeah, so they're 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 doing well, they're second in the table, playing good soccer, and they've I mean they're very good defensively. So um and then also Tacoma, I think is also kind of a highlight here. Tacoma is not terrible. Mm-hmm. The middle schoolers are now junior hires. They're winning games, starting to win games. Mm-hmm. They beat Los Dos 2 0 this past weekend. Um, and yeah, they're in fifth place. They're kind of vying for that kind of you know last spot in the playoffs as of right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously we're at the beginning of the season. Well, you know, we're a good chunk into the season, yeah. but there's a lot of season left. Um, but yeah, they're not they're they're winning some games. They're playing well um, given kind of their history, their circumstances. So two nothing win against Los Dos was big. Um yeah, and so that's your kind of USL table review. Nolan, mm. let's try and uh we're just gonna try our best to to you know not just crap on the yeah. club here yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and what's been going on. Try and pull some positives okay. out of here. Try maybe not even pull positives, just pull not some beat. constructive <laughs> some constructive, you know, conversation. Yeah out of the game review for this past weekend
0: it was the first time that Papa Murphy's park <laughs> i said it ah there it is dignity heart dignity what, health, I don't, heart health park heart health park brought to
1: you by dignity health
0: that's right it's the first time that dig heart health park has been able to seat at max capacity yeah so which that's cool was fun yeah that was like fun. there were a lot of fans in the stands yeah that was really cool to see um fun
1: energy yeah fun energy around the stadium before the game too mm-hmm. you know just lots of people yeah definitely a lot of hanging out going on yeah at the, the beer garden, the beer garden and yeah oh yeah off so
0: it was good to see people kicking back and relaxing and enjoying themselves
1: i agree um that was nice yeah um and then the game started then the game started and it wasn't the best <laughs> soccer in the world it, we've ever seen. it was not great um uh, before we get into that i'll give you the lineup real yeah. quick um I just had it. Here we go. So starting in net was Rafa Diaz. Rafa Diaz does get the start. Was subbed off almost at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rafa Diaz starts the game. Um, back line was uh, was four in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't sure, but that was I think it was pretty clear. Four in the back. Um, Shannon Gomez and Duke LaCroix, your fullbacks. Dan Casey, Hayden Sarges are your centerbacks. And then in the midfield was Andrew Wheeler-Mianu, Fataya Alache, Pete Peninen, And then up top, you had and Belmar, Derek Formella, and Cam Awasa occupying the striker role. That was your lineup. I'm going to go through the game real quick, and then we can kind of talk about it. So a 2-1 loss um, to Phoenix. Solomon Sante puts away an incredible uh, free kick in the 31st minute. He is, you know, fountain of youth, killing it still. Yeah. He crazy. is so short. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, incredible soccer player puts a great a great set piece away in the 31st minute and then 5 minutes later, Fataya Lashe gets a red card. Um, in real time, it looked uh it it looked, it looked like, you know, definitely not a red. I went back in the replay. I don't know if you did as well. I looked at it, yeah. and
0: my reaction on in the moment too was, "Dude, there was some tussling going on." Once he was yeah. on the ground, and then getting back up it was like, if you know that people are getting red cards this season, like this, this was Sacramento's yeah. third red card, and you know that your team is already losing, like you just don't touch the guy when you're getting back up. Like, just yeah. be smart. You're supposed to be an experienced. Never mind. No, know. it was frustrating. hundred yeah. percent, it was frustrating. It was a, it was a misjudgment.
1: I, from I, I was trying. I guess in the moment, giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Going back and looking at the replays, when I got frustrated, yeah. it's very clear that he tackles him hard, and then he pushes his head. Yeah, you he can't do that. No, that's a red card. Yep. You're gonna get a red card for that. Um, so if Lasha goes off in the 37th minute with a red card, and then Rafa Diaz right before halftime gets subbed off, he looked like he was grabbing his groin, his his hamstring. Mm-hmm. Um, tough to see. He goes off. Tomas Gomez comes in. Going to halftime, down one, nothing, on a red card. Come back in the second half. There was some decent chances by Sack again. Yeah. We saw what we saw on OC in this game, which was for some reason they lose a man and there's, they got nothing to lose, so they play well, mm-hmm. which is so frustrating. Um, Egbo, that is Egbo. What is it? that? Is David Egbo? Mm-hmm. He is the backup for Rufat Dadashov. Um, he puts away a goal in the sixty-third minute. Initially we had thought oh that's there's no way that's offside or there's no way that like that this sh- it should it should have been called offsides that mm-hmm. goal should not have counted Egbo was offsides yeah initially that's what what seemed clear to us i don't yeah. know if you went back and looked at the replay
0: the replay they played on the screen in yeah. the park was pretty looked, it looked like cleared. he was offside
1: i went back I like have- and looked at the replay like a, in Hayden Sargis makes it close, okay Hayden Sargis puts him on possibly it okay. it was close, so the fact that it's close, like Hayden yeah. was out of position, it just it was bad, yeah, so that was tough to see um but the I mean the stadium like erupts with <laughs> booze and um we go down to nothing two to one or two nothing, yeah. and then ten minutes later, off a corner, mm-hmm. Nolan's favorite man from Ireland. Mm-hmm puts away a header he's from ireland right yeah um puts away a header off a, off a set piece yep or off a corner and uh you know we got some life mm-hmm. and there was some chances um uh uh i'm blanking here uh, uh tucker bone yes tucker bone comes on to yeah. this game in the let me look it up 64th minute mm-hmm and has an incredible ball over the top traps it decently well and puts a shot on but it's not on frame Mm -hmm. um could have tied the game there there was chances here and there we given the fact that we had 10 men played well defensively i don't know it was just frustrating we just see this again you know yeah um not being able to to Play this way until we go down 10 men, not being able to play this way until we have nothing to lose, right? Um, and we're you know not able to finish the game ends two to one. Some serious talking points that you know we're going to get into. Some questions that I do want to ask, um, Nolan and just kind of get your opinion. Um, we talked about the red card here, talked about the offsides a little bit. Mm-hmm. Big stat, big stat that has plagued us all season especially in the last couple weeks is shots on target Mm -hmm. um nolan what what do you think is going on here the we played the monarchs had zero shots on target we play phoenix here there's one shot on target it's from a center back off a corner off a header like what are your thoughts what is what's kind of as you've kind of seen this through the season, through the last couple of weeks, like what are you thinking in terms of our offensive production especially this stat? I mean, that's that's a glaring stat yeah. for I mean, an offense. Yeah.
0: I mean, clearly it's amazing. There's nothing wrong and Sacramento just needs to, you know, keep dealing with the no, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. the clear and obvious problem is Sacramento is not scoring. The yeah. forwards aren't it's not even like converting their chances. They're not taking chances. Yeah. Like there are no chances to be had <laughs> i don't know like it's just it's not like all granted i'll give it to cameron owasa in this game <clears throat> he did not score a goal but he at least kind of looked interested more interested than he has yeah um but yeah like i just don't carlton Belmar. i i, I like the guy i, I feel kind of bad for him but at this point in the season to me he's just not it like mm. I mean maybe get going out for Granada mid middle of the early season just kind of throws you off your mojo and you just can't you just need some more time to reacclimate to USL but like man you have to score goals that's just part of the game and, and if you don't like you get cut um, I don't know what else to say but mm-hmm. um yeah it's a problem Tucker Bone top scorer for the team but like Zach has talked about out before he doesn't play the same when he starts. So it's not like no sub Belmar out for Bone or sub Formella out for Bone. Like Bel- Bone is a different player coming off the bench than he is starting the game. He is. He brings an intensity as a sub and kind of like a chip plays with the chip on his shoulder more so than he does playing the full ninety. Maybe that's just because yeah. he has more energy. Um, I mean that's probably one of the reasons. But I think it's also he's like crap. I got benched again. Let's play on the let's play my heart out for thirty. Yeah, minutes. yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, I think it's a personnel issue. I don't think there's an answer on the bench. Um, Nope. And I don't think Sacramento is going to address it in the transfer market because they just don't seem to be the kind of club that wants to pay money to get players that score.
1: And I think, honestly, that was kind of my bigger question here. This is is something I wanted to ask you. It's like, you know, because I think it's it's clear at this point, I think, to ask ourselves, you know, what's the bigger issue? Because the narrative of us not being able to score of us struggling offensively is a narrative we've heard for years now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been a long time that we've heard this narrative and we've banked on the fact that Cameron Watts is the end all be all answer Mm -hmm. to that problem for a while now. Mm -hmm. And that's my kind of bigger question is like, what is, what's the bigger issue here? Like, and I think you're kind of getting at it is I think we just are a club that are not willing to spend money mm-hmm. and we're not willing to keep up with where the league is now, right? You know, like this personnel, even up top, this personnel a couple years ago would have been good. Oh, yeah, it's not now, it's just not good enough. But it's frustrating because our goaltending's great, mm-hmm. backline's good, got solid fullbacks, yeah midfield's really good. I think the midfield's probably one of our biggest strengths, yeah, very depthy. Mm-hmm. We just have nobody that can score, yeah, so it's not that this team is terrible. It's just that they can't score, yeah, they're getting no help up top, yeah,
0: and I don't know I th- <laughs> like we said at the top of the show, like we don't want to get super uh, critical and unnecessarily negative, but I think it is just important to. For fans to consider, like, hey, maybe we just can't expect Sacramento to be the best team in the West or one of the best teams in the West. Like, sure, that's what they were from 2014 to 2016. But yeah. the league has advanced. Like big time. We should be excited to be a part of a club that's in a very high caliber league yeah. compared like on the compared to other teams around the world, leagues around the world. But Sacramento just hasn't kept up with it. like giants have come in like phoenix like san diego yeah uh, like orange county mm-hmm. and then we're just talking about people in our about teams in, in our in division, Pacific yeah. division um they've just gotten better in sacramento hasn't and, and i don't think that's i'm okay with like i'm i'm not a fan of a team because they win things like i'm a fan of a team because of the culture that it provides to lovers of sport to yeah. come together and to um you know watch good soccer in their hometown and so if that's the way that sacramento's um general management is going is like hey we're okay with being mid-table and maybe not making the playoffs every year and just kind of existing and being a place for twelve thousand people to show up every saturday over the summer like i'm cool with that but maybe we just need to be realistic about our expectations and not expect sac to be this powerhouse that it just clearly isn't right now yeah um and hasn't been for yeah. years. Yeah,
1: we haven't been that in a long time.
0: Yeah, and you look at what makes clubs distinct, like in terms of what makes great, what separates the good clubs from the great clubs across the world. Like take the Premier League for example. What make what makes the good clubs great, the great clubs great, is that is that they score goals and that they yeah. spend money on goal scorers. Yeah, like
1: it's the most expensive position to yeah, buy
0: because it's the most scarce resource in terms of like in the most player market right and so there's only so many
1: supply and demand is a huge gap there right biggest gap in all of soccer is the supply and demand gap of the forward
0: yep and right now san diego phoenix orange county those are the teams that are willing to you know splash Mm -hmm. the cash yeah for those cores. and sacramento isn't and that's just okay But I don't think it's fair, as fans, I don't think it's fair to the players to expect them to be something they're not. Um, You can't expect Carlton Bell, or Derek Formella to be a a Solomon Asante. They're not the same... they're different players yeah. one is better than the other yeah and it's clearly solomon asante yeah. so <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry yeah and that's anyway. our best forward yeah and, that was a monologue
1: and well and my hope is my hope is this uh, out of all of you know i think this has gotten pretty depressing yeah <laughs> sorry sorry about that <laughs> no it's my i mean we both are and it is it's it's sad yeah. this is where we're at right now we're yeah. we're struggling to be like the last week's last week before this loss to phoenix mm. Last week's power rankings had Sac Republic at twenty-seventh in the league. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be worse this week. We just lost. Yeah. Like we're at the bottom of the table. We're mm-hmm. a bad team right now. Like we're not even a competent like mid table team. We're a bad team. So it's it's like it's I think it's warranted for us to be depressed and to talk depressed mm-hmm. about this team right now. Yeah. My hope is that Cameron Owasa gets off the books next next year. He's the most expensive salary on this on this team. My hope is that we spend money. My hope is that they allow Mark Briggs to spend money. I mm-hmm. honestly think that Mark's already proven himself to be able to find good talent yep. in the past with Real Monarchs.
0: Yeah. This goes into a question I was going to ask you.
1: Okay. Can go I go ahead and ask go ahead, you? Yeah, go ahead.
0: So me. we talk about Sacramento not having the right assets in terms of forwards. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Sacramento's acquisition of a manager, Mark Briggs?
1: Um, I. This is what I'll say. So, uh, personally, I like Mark Briggs. Yeah. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great leader. I think he is a natural leader. I think he's a, he has a very good soccer mind. Mm-hmm. He is one of the best things I think that the Sac Republic have going for them right now. Yep. Truly. I do I do believe that. Yep. Um I will say this, Mark Briggs' personality coaching style is an aggressive one for a player. Not everyone can play not everyone can play with that personality, Now, granted. A personality opposite to Mark Briggs, not everybody can play with that personality, you know what I mean? Some yeah. people need to be motivated. So, I think it's important though to highlight that because Mark Briggs was Simon Elliott's successor those two managers could not be more different. Right. So the players that are going to play well under Simon Elliott are not going to play well under Mark Briggs. They're completely different managers. Yeah. I like Mark Briggs a hell of a lot better than Simon Elliott. Like I said, I think he's one of the best things at this club, but it's definitely been a culture change. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like this team. I honestly still like this team. Mm-hmm. You, you know, as I said, you look at the goalkeepers, the defense, the midfield. It's a solid team. It just needs a goal scorer. It mm-hmm. needs one goal scorer. Yeah. And I think if you put one goal scorer in there, then it lights up Formella. Maybe it even lights up Belmar. Belmar. You know, or somebody else. Or we Cameron, saw it with we saw it with Thomas Enavosin. We were talking before this podcast. Yeah. About what happened with Thomas and Volson came in two years ago. It was a huge spark, and in a team that had no identity, Mm -hmm. that quite honestly was not that great.
0: And could not score.
1: (laughs) Could not score. Started scoring. Started winning games. Had momentum. Won a couple playoff games. Yep, that was huge. Mm -hmm. And and lost a close quarterfinal semifinal quarterfinal. They
0: beat Reno. Then they beat no. They beat El Paso. And no New Mexico at home. Then Reno away, yeah. Then they lost to El Paso in a close game, yeah.
1: And so for me, I'm like, well, imagine if Thomas and came into this team, or like a Thomas Anna like caliber player mm-hmm. came into this team and did the same thing. This team has an identity. It has a good leader. It has a good, it has a good talent pool. It has depth mm-hmm. in key positions. So I'm still hopeful, but at this point, like. They have Todd Donovan, our GM, has to bring somebody in. Yeah. So people go, we got to score goals. Yeah. Um, but there's still a lot of season left. Hopefully that'll happen. Yeah. I think we maybe move on from this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would I would just echo what you said about Briggs. I think he's the guy. Yeah. Um, I don't think changing him makes this team any better. I think it makes it worse. I agree, yeah. Um, and I think they, the club just needs to support him. With players that can score, and we should address like in the we have been uh, briefed by the Republic that Malik Foster has undergone an operation. Yeah, and he was a player highly touted in off season preseason as someone who's going to make this team, you know. Yeah. Tick off- offensively, and Definitely. so he's a big miss. Like. Definitely. Maybe if he's healthy, this conversation never happens in Sacramento's beating maybe, everyone they play. Maybe.
1: Maybe Malik Foster is that answer. I, I don't
0: know. I I, I have don't... a
1: hard time believing Malik Foster is the answer to everything going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think he definitely helps. Yep. Yeah. Definitely helps. He. I mean, coming into this season, it was clear he, he was bringing something different to mm-hmm. the forward rotation. Um, I was really excited about him and Tucker Bone coming into this lineup. Yep. And Tucker Bone's tough. paid off.
0: And like he's he's impressed, and so I yeah. think Malik Foster would have done the same.
1: Tucker Bone, in his role, mm-hmm. has impressed. He is a super sub kind of a guy. Yeah, and he's impressed in that way. Um, I want to end it on a lighter note here. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say on the kind of review? No. Like no, we're good there.
0: I think. Yeah. I think this is a poor run of form.
1: Yeah. And we're gonna can, win games. It can turn around. Yeah. Yeah. And it's earlier. It's early enough in the season. Yeah. Todd Donovan, please go get a striker. Just get or get me. a winger. Get a winger. Put, put Pete up on striker. I just want to see it, man. Put yeah. Pete up on the striker that, spot. So
0: this is this is kind of my idea. If so, assuming Sacramento can't go out and get forwards, why not just start playing players who've played well in their positions? Like, like play Pete in the front three. Play I don't just get crazy. Like yeah. play um Duke Lacroix as a winger. Play Yeah. Cause you have depth at fullback. Yeah, you have Jordan McCrary. Like slide him up the field. Um, you know, play players who are there who want who are hungry, who want who to are playing well or in fight. good form. Yeah. And take out Carlton Belmar, Cameron Awasa, Derek Formella. Put in those guys and put you know I know. I think a lineup could look like Duke LaCroix, Pete in, and maybe Derek Formella up yeah. top. Yeah. And then I would love that. Yeah. Jaime, Jaime Vidal, one of the defensive midfielders, yeah. and Rafa Huergo, or one of the young guys. Well, you still have in the midfield
1: uh, Luis Felipe yeah. and Fati Lache.
0: Boom.
1: I mean, yeah. those are great midfielders. Yeah, play both of Jaime them. Jaime is was one of the best midfielders MVP. in the league last yeah. year and the last couple of years. Yep. Like, and it's like, bro, what what do you have to lose? Yeah. Like yeah, it's clearly not working. Literally nothing to lose. Yeah. What what's gonna happen? Pete and Duke don't put a single shot on net. Yeah. That's not any worse. That's what's going on right now. Yep. Try it. Yep. Try it. Man. Pete's got three three balls off the woodwork this year. Mm-hmm. Duke is a savvy player. Duke's a baller. Duke is a baller. Yeah. And Jordan McCurry is just sitting on the bench. Yep. I like I'm a
0: Villarreal is just sitting on the bench. One of Fataye Lache Ville, or yeah, Luis Felipe are just sitting, sitting on the bench.
1: bench. It's a great point. Yep. Ugh, it's frustrating, man. Yeah. I, I And yeah. So
0: that's my, yeah.
1: It's a very out of the box. I can't thinking, think of any but... other
0: team that's done something like that. Maybe like a Spain when they just didn't have a striker, so they didn't play one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, I can't think of really there being any.
1: Well, and Pete, I know Pete. Success has played winger in the past. He has has played winger. No, I know he has. Yeah. I know he has. I've, I remember doing research on him. There has been times where he's been a winger. Yeah. He's at least been a winger. Yep. I don't know. I'd like to see it. Um, to end this kind of review, Thomas Gomez comes on for Rafa Diaz in that makes some huge saves. He has been a highlight. He's a great goalie. Um, been very impressed with him. One of his saves made the highlight video. Hmm. Um of the recap between Phoenix and Sack.
0: He played like the last seven minutes of the game as an outfield player basically. Yeah, basically. Like he yeah. was taking all the free kicks, he was yep. delivering set pieces. I mean He's
1: even... got a great boot. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. So yeah. Um, yeah, he's definitely been a highlight. Um, it's cool that we have such good depth at goalie as well. All right, that's that's the review. Yes, it is. Um, let's get into this preview of San Diego. Looking forward to the future. To the future.
0: Um, so on July 3rd, Sacramento will be taking on San Diego Loyal in San Diego. That is this Saturday. Um, kickoff is at 4 p.m., which sounds like a terrible idea right now, given heat in this well, area in san but, diego. In san diego. but it's still
1: hot there no, no it's probably like 75 and just no, breezy just and perfect
0: cheeky out there okay um san diego uh newsflash they're not bad anymore <laughs> yeah um so this is this is the narrative you guys ready for this it's real complicated give us, give lots, us that narrative lots Nolan. of emotions it has nothing to do with money at all so they started the season
1: with four straight losses it's gonna be 72 degrees at 4 p.m and partly cloudy good for them <laughs>
0: Well, hey, maybe Sacramento.
1: It will be that degree five days in a row. Yeah. Wow. What a life it would be to live in San Diego. So anyway, (laughs) continue. I just
0: think Mark Briggs, there'd be a great excuse if if Sacramento go to San Diego, win when it's like partly cloudy in 72. And then, the excuse can always just be it's too hot in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Because they win every it's other... It's just too hot here. It's just yeah. too hot here. Can't play well. <laughs> Dan Casey's used to cold Ireland. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> you got to start giving reasons for such poor oh, games. Man. Anyway.
1: Um, All right, back to San Diego. They're good. Yes, uh, they They are.
0: started the season with four straight losses. They lost to Phoenix. They lost to Tacoma. They lost to Rio Grande Valley. And they lost to Louisville City. Um, looking back, those teams... Are actually some of the best teams in the league. Also, so that's a like, good point. Maybe this Louisville,
1: is... Rio Grande, Phoenix. Wow, yeah. And Tacoma point. is like Tacoma's not in terrible. the playoff
0: spots in our division right now. Uh,
1: they're fighting for the fourth yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah. So they, like, they, yeah, if they win their games in hand, yeah, they're in fourth. Yeah.
0: In hindsight, like these were good teams, and like you got to get points from some of these games, but not terrible still. Uh, the San Diego management was not having it so on may 28th after these four straight losses they announced the signing of a forward in miguel berry on loan from the columbus crew they signed permanently miguel ibarra mm-hmm. from i don't know where where he came from and then i couldn't find it either yeah i couldn't either. and then jack Maher on loan from nashville fc sc Yeah soccer club. that was may 28th on may 29th with all three of those guys starting yeah. they drew 2-2 to phoenix they were leading wow. and, and they were winning that game 2 0 until the 90th minute. Until the bitter end. Yeah. And uh, Miguel Berry scored one of the goals in that game. Since then, they have won four, drawn two, and not lost a game at all. They're on a three game win streak. Um, And basically, all because they strengthened their team. Like they signed a forward, they signed a midfielder, they signed a defender. They got better. That's just how it works. Literally. Good for them. They play 4 4 2, but one of the midfielders pushes up. An attack so it's basically a 4 through 3 that maybe adds has a little bit more midfield solidity um jack blake is the guy from midfield getting forward and into the goals playing as like another wing as the winger um so jack blake is a guy to watch for to, for goals to come from miguel Barry, who we've talked about uh also forward alejandro guido he was signed in the offseason from lafc last who from LAFC. He played there last year. Really talented player. He's um, the second highest goal scorer. So he has three goals on the season. Um, Corey Herzog is also with the Loyal. He's playing games, but he just doesn't seem to be the same Corey Herzog we know from Reno. Um, yeah. He's 30 now. He's started six games, so come on as a sub and four, scored one goal. Like, he's a good player, but maybe not. I don't. Think he starts this game i think it's um going to be guido and uh miguel miguel berry starting up top and then jack blake in the midfield so that's what's going to happen um yeah and basically the takeaway is they're not the same team we were making fun of in may i hope they're really good a result a point here would be good for sacramento
1: yeah yeah, a point here and not giving up red card. Yeah, just be, points uh, <laughs> would be ideal. Yeah, um,
0: Zach, do you think Sacramento's winless streak ends here or pointless streak ends here?
1: I definitely don't. Yeah, definitely don't. This is one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Yeah, I don't see it getting better. I don't see it getting better this game. Yeah. Um. I really want to see a shake up that front to those forwards. Yeah. I just think like, I don't know. I man, I'm not a soccer. I'm not a coach. Okay. I'm not a manager. Yep. All right. I don't do this for a living. I get that. I just want to see Pete up top. I want to see (laughs) Duke up top. I want to see Jordan slide in there. I want to say in there. Like I just shake it up, do Mm -hmm. something out of the box. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. Through two games, you have one shot on net. Yeah. From a center back off a corner with his head. That's it.
0: And think about this. This season alone, you have on the bench six goals. Tucker Bone, Jaime Villarreal with two, Jordan McCray with one. Yeah. And the problem is Sacramento's not scoring. And Just we've played the guys that
1: score. And we've only scored nine goals this season. Yeah.
0: Over half the goals have come
1: from players that don't start. Six of the goals have come off the bench, and one of the goals has come from a center back. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy, man. And then there's yeah, that's actually that's a good point. Do it, Oh yeah, do it, please do it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I'm I mean I'm still gonna be watching. It's gonna be uh, oh, yeah. definitely gonna be an interesting game. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yep. I think I think we end it here. <laughs> I you know I was gonna say anything else to add, Nolan. That's uh, that's all I got.
0: Let's go get some food. All right. (laughs) Well, I'm going to sign off. Zach, it's been a pleasure. Nolan, a pleasure. And we will see you all next time. Yes, sir.